0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, your production of iHeartRadio.
1: Annie, I, I still, I know we've been working from home for like two years almost, yeah. I think, uh-huh. but I still can't get it together. Uh, <laughs> as you just <laughs> witnessed, you're about to do the intro and I'm trying to like get to the desk because I realize how far away I am. Yeah. Um, and because I'm wearing a comfy, everything mm-hmm. is extra bulky. I have knocked yes. off three things already in the past yes. uh, hour and a half. And for one of those hours, I was just sitting at this table. So, at my <laughs> work desk. Um, yes. Again, sorry, not a wonder. sponsor,
0: but uh, <laughs> we do I love <laughs> it.
1: I live in mine. I literally, <laughs> it's like my little housing outside. If I was a turtle, this yeah. would be my shell. Uh, and I yeah. live in it like I am a turtle. But yeah. so all of that to say... I thought that was funny. (laughs) There you go, y'all. Behind the scenes (laughs) of how clumsy I am in trying Mm. to prep for recording, even. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's not what we're talking about. No, welcome to another episode of Women Around the World, where we talk about the amazing women around the world who advocate and fight for the rights and protection of others. And we want to give them praise and flowers today while they're still with us. Uh, And this is kind of what we wanted to do with this specific segment. Just as a reminder. Mm-hmm. And today we are celebrating Blessing Ocadian. Uh, and I'm so sorry if I said that name wrong. Uh, we tried really hard to find the pronunciation and I could not find it. So we went with what one of the uh, pronunciation sites said and had a good upvote. So if y'all know, we did this wrong. Yeah, give us a note. Uh, (laughs) But uh, she is a survivor who continues to promote awareness and advocacy for human trafficking victims around the world. Uh, January, by the way, is actually National Human Trafficking Prevention Month in the U.S. And we did want to talk a bit about those who've been affected and are working to end it. Anne. Before we talk about her experience and her incredible work, we do want to take a second to remind everyone about the facts of human trafficking and make sure we're talking about this issue in a constructive and factual manner. Yes,
0: and this is something we have talked about a lot on the show. Uh, We talked about it with Bridget. um, But for our purposes now, we wanted to just go over some quick myths. Um, Human trafficking is an ongoing issue, and it is something that should be talked about but when misinformation and conspiracy theories are used in this conversation, it harms the victims and those trying to work to end these atrocities. So, some myths to dispel, myth number one, victims are kidnapped by unknown assailants. Um, nope, typically victims know their perpetrators, whether it's through friendships, romantic relationships, and even family members. Myth number two, all commercial sex is human trafficking. As Polaris Project states, commercial sex involving an adult is human trafficking if the person providing commercial sex is doing so against their will as a result of force, fraud, or coercion.
1: Right, and also to put to note, any person having sex under the age of 18, Mm. they are minors, and that is not ever consensual, period. So Mm -hmm. that is always forced, if that's a question for anyone. Myth number three, uh, and y'all, we just took a few just an FYI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, trafficking is usually a violent crime. Again, from the Polaris Project, they state the most pervasive myth about human trafficking is that it often involves kidnapping or physically forcing someone into a situation. In reality, most traffickers use psychological means such as tricking, defrauding, manipulating, or threatening victims into commercial sex or exploitative labor. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So those are those are three myths. There are many, many more. And there is much more information out there for those who may be interested at, yes, But also as a reminder, many of the victims and survivors are more vulnerable and are placed at higher risk, um, such as those involved in child welfare systems, runaway or homeless folks, um, maybe in a migrant or relocation situation, and other at-risk populations. All right, with that out of the way. Yes. Um. Yes, back to Blessing Okadian, a Nigerian graduate with a degree in computer science who was ready to start her career and was looking for her dream job. At the time, when she met someone who promised her an opportunity in Italy within the tech world, um, and then when she arrived in Spain on her way to Italy, she found out that she had been manipulated by someone who lied to force her to work off a debt she hadn't agreed to.
1: Right. She was soon forced into prostitution, and though she was afraid and uncertain of the new country, and there's so many things that she was not sure what was happening, uh, a few days later, she went to the police for help, so she had the courage to actually leave um, and report it. Um, And after waiting while to find someone to translate for her because obviously there was a lack of communication skills. Neither one of them spoke the language uh, in order to communicate. She was able to be relocated to a shelter in caserta called Casa Ruth. This is the shelter she was placed at, which specifically helps trafficking victims um, and survivors. And it was founded by Sister Rita Gierta, and the shelter has been a resource and home for survivors for over 20 years. And Blessing has been an advocate with the shelter since then to bring awareness for so many unsuspecting people. She's been traveling around the world, speaking of her experience, and advocating for other survivors. Um, She has also continued working with her home country to educate other women and at-risk people with uh, the tactics uh, that people may be using to manipulate and trick into similar situations like what she went through.
0: Yeah, Um, and she helps survivors seeking to to go back home. Um, She has accompanied survivors on um, their trip to return home through the Italian organization of Slaves No More, which helps survivors reintegrate into society. She spoke about her experience working with former victims with these organizations, quote, We start building confidence, then many of them start to open up, tell us everything, their fears, everything. Then we start counseling. There are some who, when we approach them, immediately tell us, I want to quit this job, I was not told about this, I just need somebody to help me. Then we rescue them immediately.
1: Right. And just a reminder of many other things. One of the conversations that we've had previously about trafficking and what, what it looks like, that oftentimes the victims don't want to get out of it, don't know how to get out of it, and truly believe that this is their choice. Uh, and this is what she specifically talked about when they say, no, this, is, this was not my choice. This was a trick. I didn't know. So just to put that out there. And in 2018, Blessing was awarded the State Department's Hero of the Year Award for her, quote, commitment to the fight against human trafficking. And she continues to work to end human trafficking, challenging even the Pope, um, different government officials, in what they are doing to help combat trafficking. She recently appeared with the U.S. Embassy in 2021, to address how to fight human slavery as one of the heroes uh, of the program. And she continues her efforts to protect potential victims, survivors, and current victims. And just in case you wanted to know more about her story and or just what she has done, she's also released a book, I think it came out in 2018, about her experience titled The Courage of Freedom, A Woman Escaped the Hell of Trafficking. So I think that's the translated. Version of the title. But if you want to hear more of her stories and what she uh, has experienced, um, it's available for uh, reading. I think I found it on Amazon as well. But yeah, her story is incredible and her fight obviously is incredible. And we do want to talk about the fact that the situation does happen and happens a lot and is still prevalent to this day. It's happening in the US, it happens everywhere, and it's something that we should recognize and uh, work to combat.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that there are folks like this doing this work and bringing attention to it and trying to correct these myths that have been so pervasive. And yeah, I think we should, we really need to find somewhere we can post a list of our books. Yeah, we should. From book clubs and also the books from people we talk about
1: in Women Around the World. There's so much. There is so much. Or documentary or, yeah, we need to have just a festival of it, something.
0: Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. A minty fest. Oh, okay. That's for another day to figure out. But listeners, if you got any ideas now, about that... Now we're
1: going to be thinking about it.
0: Yes, if you got any ideas about that, who we should feature, what we should feature... As always, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.